with Kim Gravel. Hey y'all and welcome to LOL with Kim Gravel. This is a comedy podcast where we laugh about all the messiness of life and turn that mess into the message of confidence and hope. See, my mission is to encourage and lift women up. And this show is about how we all can embrace our real selves and laugh about all the stuff that life throws our way. It's crazy out here. So let's live out loud, love out loud, and laugh out loud together. All right, back by popular demand. My sister is back, baby. She's on the podcast today. And we're going to be talking about something that that we both do and have learned to do and have experienced this with each other in our lives as sisters, as best friends, as manifestors. Allison and I want to talk to you today about how um, we've manifested a lot of the great things in our life and how you can manifest the bad things in your life too, if you're not careful. But first up, Zach, you've got something for me. Ask him anything. I'm always excited about these questions. Hey, Kim. Hey, back. I actually have some news. We're hitting a milestone, Kim. Ooh, what is it? This is going to be, if this is a two-part episode, this is going to be our 51st and 52nd episode. Oh my gosh. And we've been doing this show for one year. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So yeah, this is the one year anniversary of our Ah, podcast. I know. So thank you everybody for listening to the show, supporting the show. For sure. We do this for you. So Mm. it really means a lot to us. Okay. Before I get to the question. Okay. I want to hear from a listener who just left us this voicemail and has a question for us. And well, actually has, has more of a comment for us. And I want to see what you think about this. Okay. Hi, Kim. Hi, Zach. I don't know if I made it on the show, but if I did, thank y'all so you much. <laughs> um, I just wanted to say I absolutely love the show. I look forward to every Thursday um, for a new episode. And I listen, I've listened to every single episode and I'm not tired yet. So, <laughs> but that being said... Please, please, please do more longer episodes. I just, I've always loved wanting more, and I, I never feel like it's enough. So, if you guys can, please do longer episodes so we can have more LOL with Kim Gravel. And good luck to you all, and keep doing what you're doing. Bye bye. Ah, right? What a great call in. <laughs> Listen, I could talk the hair off a monkey's butt, so I can talk. <laughs> she says she looks forward to it every Thursday. It makes my heart happy. Thank you so much. Yeah, we love that. Yeah. We love to hear that. And leave us a message. We love that too. Yeah. Today's question was an email question um, from a woman named Lorraine, okay, who's wondering about starting a business. Mm. She asked, hi, Kim. I love your clothes and watching you on QVC. I'm a hairdresser and Mm. it's always been my dream to have my own salon. Yes. But I'm not good with numbers and I'm scared to start my own business. Listening to you makes me feel like I can do it but I don't know where to start. How did you get started and what advice do you have for women, a woman like me? Oh. From Lorraine. Lorraine, great question, great topic, and you can build your own salon and build your own business. I'm not really great with numbers either. Like I'm not a detail-oriented person, so I can totally relate. We're the same um, when it comes to that. The first thing you've got to do is you've got to just write the vision down. And we're talking about manifesting today on the show, so it's just a perfect way to uh, intro you into having your own salon. You've got to define what you want really clearly and work towards that. Um, and and there's a part that we're going to be talking about today, a step that's really important. You can vision it, dream it, then define what you want, and then you've got to clean up the clutter. So I don't know what your circumstances is 
in next steps on owning your own salon. Maybe it's you rent a booth somewhere and you're independent contractor. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's starting a small salon in your home and you're working both in your salon and you're in your working outside of your home salon, building that clientele. But I will tell you, you can do it. Now, it's really smart to partner some, with someone who does know numbers in the actual business side of it. And there's so many aspects to business, y'all. And so I don't do what I do alone. I have a team of people. Amy, my business partner, is very, I mean, her Excel spreadsheets are like maps to the golden treasure. I mean, she is so... A good Excel spreadsheet's a thing of beauty. I mean, she really, it is a thing of art. It really is. It, it, it's yeah. very um, needed in our business because there's a lot of volume and a lot of colors and a lot of things. So go find you and Amy. Go find you someone who can fulfill their purpose in that kind of organizational aspect of your business. But more importantly, you've got to understand why and what you want. And the, the best way for, I, for me to say it in a, in a nutshell is you have to know the why of, of your salon. So for us and, and what we do with all of the Bell brands, our tagline, our mission statement, what we're trying to do, the why behind what we do is we want women to believe in their own beauty externally, internally. So before you even begin to dream about the name of your salon, the logo, how many chairs you want, you know, all of that, get that mission statement written down because without a vision, people perish. So you've got to get that vision and get the why behind it before you can even take a step. That's the first thing you need to do, Lorraine. I want you to do that as you're listening to it this Thursday. I want you to get out a pen and paper and really think about what you would do that's bigger than you in this salon. Wow. And there's something about defining that, that the next step opens, the next door opens, the next path that you're supposed to be on. It, it will come, it will find you if you know what you want to do. I, I love it when people say, I have a dream to be a singer, or I have a dream to be an actress, or I have a dream to fill in the blank. Be Miss Georgia. Right. But it's, well, not even that. People are more vague than that. They're vague. People say, I want to be a singer. I want to be a great mom. I want to, I want to meet somebody. You've got to be specific. Lorraine, let me give you an example. I want to open a salon. I'm just using my, my circumstances where I'm at. I want to open a salon in Winder, Georgia by January of 2023. How specific is that? My mission when I open the salon is to have every woman leaving there feeling beautiful. So when you get very specific about that dream, it becomes more real. And actionable. Does that make sense? Yeah. Totally actionable. So that's your homework, Lorena. So hit us back with an email. Let us know if you've done that, because I'm curious to know, A, what the vision is, what your mission statement is, and B, how specific have you been about your new salon? Because I believe it's coming for you. And if you want to, Lorraine, give us a call so we can hear your voice. Oh, please, Lorraine. And if you want your question answered on the show, then call, leave Kim a voicemail. The number is 404-913-6460. It turns out you can also text that number because someone texted me today on it. I love it. (laughs) 
<laughs> and it was really funny. She was like, I've never listened to a podcast before, but I found your podcast and I want to listen to more. How do I get a podcast? Like she had no idea. It was really funny. It was cute. I texted her back and I told her. Yeah, text us. You can also email your questions to lolwithkimgravel at gmail.com. And when we come back, we're going to bring in Allison. Woo woo. Hey, y'all. Have y'all told anyone else about this podcast? The thing I hear most from everyone is, I needed to hear that today, Kim. So if you could think of anybody that you know that might want to hear this message of hope and laughter and just, you know, having some fun, please tell them. Tell them about LOL with Kim Gravel. It'll definitely help us get the word out about the podcast, and maybe it will help them to have a little bit more, you know, pep in their step, a little bit more encouraged in their day. So help us out. Let everybody know. Share the word about LOL with Kim Gravel, because uh, the more listeners, the better. All right. Skip the meal prep this summer with Factors Ready to Eat Meals and enjoy all these warmer and sunnier days, y'all. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month while the subscription is active. I love my Factor Meals and I've started hiding them from my family because they love the weekly menu of 35 options and the more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, Lunch, even snacks and beverages. I'm telling you, they've got everything to help you feel good about what you're eating all day long. Y'all, they're delicious. They're high quality, chef prepared, absolutely never frozen, and they're on the table in less than two minutes. Factor meals eliminate all the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Y'all, I don't have time for all of that. All you do is simply heat it up and savor the good stuff. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus an extra 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hopefully you won't have to hide your factor meals like I do because they're that good. Maybe you will. Are you overworked, underpaid, exhausted, but love your kids so much and want to be the best mama for them? How about the best version of you? You deserve that. I'm Gianna Demedio-Simon. And I'm Casey McDonald-Hosmer, and we are moms who absolutely love our new roles in life. But man, were we not prepared for some of the fine print in the job description. We want a connection with our children and our partner that doesn't come at the cost of the relationships with our own selves. We're helping you mother up every Monday on your favorite podcast player. Also, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash at MotherUpPod. Okay, we are back. Like I said earlier, we're back with Allison, my sister, a BFF, one of the best people I know. Hey, girl. Hey, boo. How are you doing this morning? Good. Welcome back to the pod. Cast. Well, I just love that I'm backed by popular demand, honey. And I knew I, you were going to pick up on that one. I'm just going <laughs> to say, you people are smart. Whoever's, <laughs> whatever, whoever's listening out there, you're smart. So we're going to talk something about today, Allison, that you've heard me talk about a lot and that we've, we've practiced a lot called manifestation. Mm-hmm. Tell everybody listening what you think, well, what, what that means to you. Because, you know, tell me what you think and then I'm going to piggyback on that. 
manifestation you want me to give my yes okay so what i how you live my take it how i live it out think it out whatever you want to call it i really don't think much (laughs) i just do okay i'm one of those um but i do i i think i don't know i've just always felt like if you believe something in your head and you keep telling yourself that over and over and you get up every day with that that goal in mind Mm-hmm. You just live that, and that that becomes what you want. I don't know. Like you've always said that. Well, you. Bo- I, I mean, I know, but you've always done it and didn't know you were doing. I it. know. I know. You know, and, and I, I can like, give a prime example. Uh, that's why you're here. Okay. Before so, you give an yeah, example, but go hold ahead. On. Go ahead. Yeah, that's what it means. L- let to me, me let me just start kicking it off. What I mean by manifestation, because okay. it's that's a really weird word. It is. And people sometimes think it is like new age and, you know, then it's some type of religious thing or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't want to complicate the issue. Manifestation really is belief. And I, I think you're right, Allison, when you say it starts in, um, it's a mindset. It's a way of looking at things. Now, I will say to you, everybody listening, I'm going to give you some tips and tricks on how to to manifest things. In life. Amy, my very best friend, always says, I never can manifest. You manifest Everything. Well, she does too. She doesn't realize she's doing it. Okay. So part of it is just being able to recognize what manifesting is. Um, And it's not some new age weirdo thing or some religious thing. It really is just, it really is just a part of being creative beings and being, I believe being co-creators with the Lord and when it comes to, with God, with our lives. So that's how I've always looked at it. And I remember when I started really putting thought to what that means. I was 16 years old. I was in high school and I got a hold of this book called The Magic of Believing. It's a really it's a really hard read meaning for those of you who are avid readers and are really, you know, highly intellectual when it comes to book smarts, it'll be a breeze for you, I'm sure. But for me, it was one of those where I had to read it. And sometimes, Allison, when you read a sentence and you're you're reading, do you have to go back and reread it and go, "What did I just read?" Oh. A million times. Okay, so, so that's yes. either ADHD or we, her comprehension level is in the A little bit above. So that was this book for me. I would go and reread it and reread the line and still not understand what it was saying. So if, you, if you're interested in this thing we're talking about today, Manifestation, go grab this book, The Magic of Believing. But I remember reading it and thinking, there's got to be something to this. Not only is it biblical, but I think it's just a law of, of nature of sorts that we're always creating. Okay. So, you know, and that could be in a bad way. You can manifest things in a really bad way, or you can manifest really great things for yourself. But it's, it's really not about, I'm going to wish it and it's going to happen. There are some actual steps and common sense ways to go about manifesting. Now, a couple disclaimers here. And then Allison, I want to talk, I want you to explain some of the things that you have been able to do this and didn't even know you were doing it. Mm -hmm. Okay. A couple of things I want to give a disclaimer on. This is not a magic genie wand where you can just rub it the right way and it comes on out out and says, your wish is my command. I've never, it's never worked for me like that. It is also works in the negative and works in the positive. Mm. So be careful what you are speaking out and what you're thinking about because thoughts are things. Thoughts are things and words live. Mm. So if you say, I am fat, I am fat, I am fat, 
those words get up in the sofa, they get up in the walls, they get up in the in, in your DNA, and you start believing that about yourself. And therefore, your body follows your mind. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, the the mind doesn't know, is that a good thing or a bad thing? It just does the thing. So you got to be careful what you speak out. The mom used to tell us all that. Don't say that. Don't mm-hmm. say that out loud. Don't speak those words. She used to say that. She goes, don't give the enemy any ammunition. That is it. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of different ways to come at this. We're going to come at it from a very just, you know, almost, not scientific because we're not scientific, but almost just from personal experience of how this has worked for, for me personally. So I started when I was about 16 and I wanted to be Miss Georgia. Now, when you have to understand that me being Miss Georgia was pretty much like Allison becoming a Victoria's Secret swimsuit model right now. <laughs> Don't ever say never. Okay. Well, we, you are a swimsuit I'm model. I'm a swimsuit now. model, yeah. so. But uh, okay. Victoria's Secret. That's a little different. Right. So you see what I'm saying? I mean, I don't mean that in a negative way. People are going to laugh their tails off when they hear that. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that Miss Georgia was not mm. really something that if you would have looked... <laughs> Talk to me or been around me to think, oh yeah, that, that she's that she could do that. That'd be like, what? Can I just say that's 100 percent true? Isn't it the truth? Like, girl, you she didn't even it's like, you know that whole little saying, one doesn't look like the others, <laughs> one doesn't fit. Okay. <laughs> no, but I mean you did, you fit perfect, but I'm saying you I did, did not. You didn't though. No, I so didn't. like you were looking at you, you're like, one doesn't go. I and you were calling mom at Parkview High School on a payphone. I was 16. I was a junior in high school, and I called mom on a payphone. And for those of you who remember payphones and quarters, yes, okay, there was one in the in the high school cafeteria outside. You remember the part you had mm-hmm, that phone? Mm-hmm. And I said, "Mom, I'm going to be Miss Georgia." She goes, "What? <laughs> no way, girl." <laughs> what? Now she'll deny it, but she said it. She goes, "You you with that short hair?" She goes, "Uh uh-uh, uh, you will never win. That ain't your thing, honey. That is not your gifting." I remember her saying that, and I thought. I didn't believe her because I'm just that obstinate was just that stubborn and total pushback from mom. But I started thinking and believing and working towards being Miss Georgia when I was 16. Had you done pageants? No, never. No, no. I'm she not a pageant, a pageant girl. girl. Thank you, Allison, for thank you for backing me up with that. Because you were not. No, but this oh. is the first thing I really manifested in my life was the crown of Miss Georgia. Uh, and I tell this whole story in the book that I'm writing because it's it's so important not to say, oh my gosh, what's German Miss America? Who gives a rip about that? I was able to bring that about with the help of the Lord, it's the Lord's will, and we'll get into that, in a very real way. So I know manifestation works. Now, it's not a magic pill, and it takes time. Some things come very fast, some things don't. And I'll tell some stories where things really happen quickly when it comes to manifestation. But Allison, what is one thing that you have experienced like what I did when I was 16, heading towards being Miss Georgia. I manifested my husband. I know. He's here today. We're going to talk to him a little bit later. I've manifested my job. Mm-hmm. And I've and manifested your job. I didn't even realize, mm-hmm. like you said, like Amy doesn't realize she's doing it. Mm-hmm. Some of the things that I have to look back on now right, right. and say, oh, well, that's why I was so persistent there. Or I was doing this or making that choice. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Because I was manifesting it. You were accidentally manifesting. Yeah. And then there's things that I've just manifested and it happened. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, uh, different jobs throughout my life. Yes. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go get that. I'm a, I'm a, I remember sitting 
in a leasing office uh-huh. as a little leasing agent for an apartment community. I remember this. And I remember saying to myself, now I was 20 years old. A total idiot. Total no, idiot. But from I mean, didn't, I, I was just making it day to day, but mm-hmm. okay. Sitting there going, looking, the first day I got there, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to lease all these apartments. I already know that. I'm going to talk to all these people. They're going to love me. I'm going to build relationships. Right. I'm going to lease all these apartments. And after I do that, they're going to want me to be the assistant manager. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I'm going to get her job, which she was the manager sitting in the corner. And about a year and a half later, I had her job. Right. And then I said, you know what? It's just not enough. <laughs> it's not enough for me. I want to be the training and marketing director for the whole company. Now, mind you, I have no college degree. I want to talk to y'all because now you got to kind of have a college degree to get these places. But I had no college degree. I just said to myself on the first day of work, I'm going to get her job. Mm -hmm. How do I do that? And Mm -hmm. I was very driven by money. Still am. That's one thing people will know. Kim says it all the time. I'll work hard for a good bonus. Now I'll work hard for a good. I like. I'd like to. Make, or just for the bonus. I don't even know if it's just about the money. It's the reaching it. Right. It's the gold. It's yeah. the gold for me. That's like the big thing for me. But um, I said I'm gonna have her job, and then after I had her job, and I got, and I said I'm gonna be the training and marketing director for the I whole remember. company. And they came to me. It wasn't but two years after I'd been there, and I was already a national marketing trainer, flying all over days, you know, doing all this stuff. And then I, I said, well, I, now I want, I, I want to be a regional manager because I've never done that. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I want to do that too. I mean, I'm a little 20-something-year-old girl out there humping it, making it happen. But in my mind, even on day one, I knew. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get that job. I, something inside of me, what do you call that, a drive? A, um, it's a belief. A belief. I, I, knew, I, I, I knew I could. I don't know. Well, that's, that's crazy. And I say this a lot. How I knew I could. Well, I'm going to say this, Zach, and, and it's it's going to be funny, but it's there's a little bit of truth to this, But because Allison, I've seen her do this over and over and over again. She didn't even know she was doing it. Ignorance is a little bit blissful. Uh, 100. So, you know, the not knowing you not, okay, the not knowing that you're not supposed to be there is just as valuable as knowing you're supposed to be there. Let me Ooh, say that again. Come on. Let me say that again. It's deep. The not knowing you're not supposed to be there is just as valuable as knowing you should be there. 100%. I love that. Do y'all get what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. 100%. I call that a little bit of delusion and a little bit of, a little bit of, um, that's where dreaming meets manifestation mm. equals success. Mm. Because we are so conditioned to look around us and fear, believe, or expect the loss. Yeah. We are not conditioned to look and expect and embrace the wins. Hmm. Y'all need to hear me now. This is deep. So you have to just get out your highlighter marker in your mind and listen to what I'm saying. I wanted to have Allison on the podcast today because I knew a thousand percent there's a little bit of delusion when it comes to Allison that is very, very valuable. And I've never heard anybody talk about this. Interesting. You've got Amy Travis. I've dealt with people that are Harvard MBAs. I've dealt with people who are, you know, local teachers. I've dealt with all types of dignitaries, famous people. 
people who are uber successful in business. And the one underlying thing that I have seen in both big success, small success, success is success is manifestation. Mm. Wow. Whether they knew they were doing it or whether they knew they had no clue what they were doing. So why I wanted to do this podcast today is because I want to give you some practical ways to, to really purposefully manifest. Because mm. accidental manifestation is fantastic. But when you can hone that to a place where you can teach your children, you can exercise it in your own life, it just adds so much value and so much, and it's beyond belief. Because a lot of people say, believe in yourself, believe in yourself. But yeah, what does that look like? How do you do that? People also ask me, how, Kim, how do you have such a strong faith? You have to work at it. Everything's work, sis, right? And I'm not talking about work like, now, let, let, let me, I'm going to go a little deep. And this might be too deep because I can cut it out, whatever. So l- let's define work because work, work is, oh God, I shouldn't even be going here, but I'm going to go here. We can cut it out if it doesn't make sense. So it, there's a scripture in the Bible where uh, I think it's David. And he says, why don't I do the things I know I should do? And I do the things I know I shouldn't. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of like, it sounds like common sense, but why do we do the things in our life that keep us busy, that keep us wrapped up, that keep us, and I'm not talking about just like, you know, if you're drinking too much or eating too much, I'm not talking about just the bad things. I'm just talking about the busyness of life Mm. where we can't be still and really use our minds to point it in the direction or focus in on what we should be doing with our lives. So manifestation builds confidence. I said this in the book. In a world where everybody is identifying as something, someone, Mm -hmm. you know, we all identify as something, whether it's, you know, I'm a mom, you know, I'm an addict, recovering addict. I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I mean, everybody's trying to identify as something. I want to challenge that and say, who are you putting your identity in? Mm. Mm. Because it starts with, it's not identifying as, it's putting your identity in. Yes. Right. Okay. So you say, how does that equal manifestation? So when you realize that you are not an external being, you're internal, that everything starts within Everything starts with that still small voice. That is, that's how my faith is so strong because it is the Lord. It is God. It is, it is, I, my identity is found in him because if you, if your identity is is found outside of yourself, if you're identifying as, oh, I can't, I can't get into it. Because if I get into it, it's too I like it. I like where you go and says, I like it. Because identifying as something it's what you believe about yourself. I know. Identifying yep. in is what God believes about you. Mm-hmm. So when you flip that script, okay, and you start understanding, is God in you working through you and you find your identity in him, you become the ultimate manifester. You become the co-creator mm-hmm. of your life. So let me say that again. When you're identifying as that is telling you what you believe about you. When you identify in him, that tells you what he believes about you. 
which is way more, which is way more better than what you believe about yes, yourself. Right. Okay. So, so once you understand that, that's where Allison's coming from. You know, she called it drive. She called it, um, what did you call it, Allison? Well, I just motivation. Yeah, it's it's just deep within. It's a deep within feeling. Yeah, but that's of, because you you're not trying to do it within your own strength. You're not trying to do it. You're not sitting here going, I'm the greatest. I'm going to be able to do this. Oh, Again, that delusion pays off some. You're saying, God's got it. I'm just going to enjoy it, reap the benefits. 100. Okay. Been like that my whole life. Yes. And even in the hard times. Yes. Because when I say I manifested my husband, mm-hmm. I literally, and you may not even know this, because you know, there's just some things you just don't tell everybody. Yeah. It's not because you don't want to tell them. It just doesn't ever get brought up. But there were some times in 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 my previous marriage, mm-hmm. and I'm not downing my no, ex-husband. No, no, I like we, we we split in a a very amicable way, right? We text today. I mean, it's not like you know. But what he brought to a relationship and what he thought he needed to bring was not what I thought, you know. So we were on different pages like that. Y'all were toxic together, and we I were very, very toxic. Honest. I would together. tell Ricky that to his face. But I would lay on my couch. Mm. Come on now. Now you're speaking to a lot of women out there. Okay. Lay on my, listen to this. I would lay on my couch. And this was probably the last two full years we were married. Right. I slept on the couch or he slept on the couch. Okay. And I would lay on that couch. I'll never forget. And I would talk to God and I would cry and Mm -hmm. cry Mm -hmm. and say, God, I know that there is somebody in this world for him. And I know there is somebody for me. Okay, stop right there. Stop right there. Okay. Why did you say it that way? Because that's very healthy and it's very mature. It's also positive. Yeah. You're looking at the positive. That's my point. Yep. I was waiting for you. I don't know. I'm sorry. That was good, Zach. I love the fact that you said that. I don't know because I want the best for him too. I don't want. But why? Because I'm not that kind of person that would want anybody to to be no. alone or not Why? be, you know. You're not a perfect person. Why at that time did you feel that way? Now, this because this is key to manifestation. Here we go. It's my first little point here. What what are you whying me? Which why, why? The why I'm asking is how could you and why did you sit there and want the best for him and the best for you and know that there's that out there for you both? Because I deserve it and he deserves it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I deserve that. Everybody deserves that. Mm-hmm. Everybody deserves a partner in life. You should get that chance. Everybody should get that chance. You had a partner. Yeah, but but I'm talking about that was going to bring to the to the relationship what I was bringing to. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I just liked how you said you sat on the couch. Yeah. And you said, I know there's something, someone for him. I know there's something, someone for me. That is 100% correct. To me, that's coming from a place of maturity. I see what it's you're be- saying. It's beyond belief. That's 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 a knowing, and I think oh that is a knowing now. It's a knowing. It's a fundamental. It's a it's a basic. It's a it's a foundational piece right there. I never looked at it that way. That's a very confident place to come from. Mm. Okay, keep going. It's also okay. a hard place. Like a yeah. lot of people aren't uh, there. Yeah, one hundred percent. You were talking about seventeen years we were married. By the way, Zach. Wow. We were married for 17 years. Well, and I want to tell you right now. So, right now, so you were, so, you were cre- so what I'm saying is I manifested Sean D. Landis. I know, but I'm, I don't want to skip couch. this over because you were, <laughs> you, you were, you were creating that identity I was talking about. You, you were saying I and him, everyone deserves correct love. Yes. Don't you think that's an innate human? 
I don't care what color you are, what size you are, what age you are. I don't give a rip about any of that. That is, don't you think that's one thing that connects us all? Uh, is that we all look for that? Yes, I do. Okay. I believe it does connect us all. I believe that everybody should feel that way. You know, I, yeah. I mean, nobody should feel, you know, like they don't deserve the very best. But people do. But I, every day, Kim, I talk to people every, every day, day like that. They do. Yeah. And and I'll tell you, it would have been really easy for me to be that person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, y'all, it would have been really easy, like the rest of half of America. Can I just be real? Yeah, I'll, it would have been really easy just to say, you know what? I'm depressed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go into a shell for five years. I'm not going to date. I'm not going to do anything. I hate all men. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it would have been really easy for me to go down that path. Right. And but, but But what does that look like for me and what I want? For my life. And that, that, no. So you visualized, you saw it. Oh, I, I didn't see it to be this good, but I knew it was going to be good once I got here. Well, that's my, that's my first thing is you've got to visualize what you want and see what you want. Well, that's where it started for you there. Oh, 100%. But now, okay. And then for Sean, so I'm saying it started on my couch. I manifested Sean, which was in my mind. Do y'all know what I said? I'm like, I have a top three. Okay. Okay. Top three is you gotta love the Lord because without that, we don't yeah, have a, I had to have that in the middle of my marriage. You can't love you, right? Because mm-hmm. I was not in a Christ-centered marriage, mm-hmm. so I knew I had to have the opposite of that. Right. Um, I said, I want somebody who is more compassionate than I am. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not a compassionate person. I'm just not. I'm a real suck-it-up kind of girl. <laughs> Put on your big girl panties and make it happen, sister, with whatever you got. But, um, you, but you require a lot of compassion. Well, that could be so. <laughs> But I don't give it, so no, I do. I'm getting better about it, actually. <laughs> Kel, you've rubbed off you on are. me a little bit. So you are. You've rubbed There's off on me a little bit. There's a lot of compassion in there. There's a lot of compassion. You and my husband have rubbed off on me. Yes. Um. So he is, uh, and, 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 and you know, I always, in the back of my mind, Uh-oh. I want to hear something funny. I always wanted a teddy bear kind of husband. A dad bod kind of husband? I just wanted a big teddy bear that was going to wrap his arms around me and tell me everything was going to be okay and love Jesus and loves our kids. And, you know, I just want all the time, my entire life, I only wanted that. Right. And then that's okay that it took me that long to get there. It was I am there now, right? It was well worth the wait. But yeah, with the Lord, with Mm -hmm. Kim, I co-partnered with God. Right, co-created. And listened to him. Yes. Because it would have been, and listened to myself too, because it would have been really easy just to say, yeah, screw men. I ain't doing this anymore. Okay, so you visualized Mm -hmm. on your couch, Mm -hmm. and then you you were specific about what you were looking for. Oh, yeah. Okay, so here's your steps. You got to visualize Uh and be specific. Um. And then what did you have to do after that? Well, you have to take steps because you have to meet. Okay. To me, you have to meet God in the middle. Okay. So I've always lived by the statement of, oh, God will help you, but you got to meet him halfway. How did you, how did you take that next step? I call this next step. I put myself out there. (laughs) No, no. I want to say something because this is, this is good. So you, you, you visualize. That's my first number one, y'all. You, and, and, and we can recap on this. You visualize. You define what you're looking for, what you're wanting. And the next step is you got to clean up your clutter. Oh. So, and you did that. I oh. mean, so your clutter was your financial situation. My six months of just going off the grid and doing what I wanted. I, I went through that whole, like, there was six months in the middle of my divorce <laughs> that I was just like, okay, I'm going to go out with all my friends to Atlanta. Yeah. I'm going to sell my wild oats for six months, you know. Well, I'm not saying, we don't want you to do that, people. We're not going <laughs> to. No. 
I'm not saying that. My to transition me. time was a learning time. <laughs> yeah, but, as well. but, okay? then, but then that's the really <laughs> questionable. Kim's oh like God. four step steps, four, five, that's, and six are questionable steps. That's step Don't, two and a half. Yeah, that's. <laughs> so we're not Sorry trying to about go on that a step, but that step was necessary. Oh to my get God. Me to this we're point. not trying to get everybody <laughs> off on the tangent. <laughs> but after you went and had your party time, <laughs> yes. you had to clean up your clutter. One hundred. You had to get your finances yes. straight. Yeah. You had to get your business plan together. You had to realize how am I going to make it in the world with or By without myself. somebody? Right. Yeah. So, because w- when I say clean up the clutter, if you manifest, you visualize, and then you you define what you want. But then this is where the work comes in. Mm. So mm. there's a lot of lot of us who cannot get to the next level because we're holding on to old things. We're not making room for the new blessings in our life. We're holding on mm. to old. A lot of times God will shut a door. Now, the saying is, when God closes a door, he opens up a window. I don't believe that. Mm. When God closes a door... Baby, he builds a new building, warehouse, eight stories, 10,000 square feet. You're thinking too small nine times out of 10. Now, the reason you're thinking small is because you're holding on to past garbage, mess, baggage, or old things that has been done. You, you have to clean up the clutter. You have to clear out those cobwebs in your mind. When you visualize it like Allison did, and then you identified what you wanted, you said, this is what I want it to look like. Then, of course, if you're Allison, you go off a, a six-month I binger. didn't mean that. Can, I t- can, we have, can we go back to that? Because We I can w- cut that out because you okay. did. Okay. I, I mean, I did. Just between y'all, I did. Okay. I was six months living my best life. Like, okay. You, I'm talking you about. You were double fist. But let me tell you this. cup going, what's love? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, but listen. When you said you had to clean out the clutter. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That, I had to clean out my old stinking thinking. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. You know, that's what I'm which talking about. was Kim, which was that I'm not good enough. Right. To have love. Right. I'm not good enough. I'm not a good enough mom. I'm not a good enough wife. Right. Um, I don't do enough jobs. You know, I'm not, you know, when I got out of that stinking thinking. Mm-hmm. Is, is when I kind of cleared the clutter so the playing field could be level again to be able to meet someone and accept someone new. Yeah, because when you hold on to the old ways, the old thinkings, the past, you can't make, you don't have enough room for the new. Correct. Now, that's when a lot of people stall, pause, mm. fade out right there. Mm. Um, step three, you know, when you visualize and then you define what you want, the clean up the clutter, you don't ever hear anyone talk about that. No. Because it, and that's the toughest, it's not even working hard. Something actually, and I was trying to get there earlier and I'll get there in a minute. It's not even like, we love a to-do list. We love to check it off and feel accomplished. And I mean, we're not, I don't think people are afraid of hard work. They're afraid of the tough work when it comes to their mental mm, outlook. Kim. People don't have a problem going and accomplishing things. Oh, I went to the grocery store. I made a great recipe. Right. I did eight hours of work. I, my to-do list is checked off. I've done... People have no problem accomplishing. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about doing the, the work of the mind. Getting that mindset right. That's where people miss out on manifestation because they get stalled right there. You have to let go of your old way of thinking. I think I need that. Everybody does. Stinking thinking. It'll get you every It's time. beyond stinking thinking. I mean, it is because that's the big old little cute saying. But it's 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 a rut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Kim. It's a ditch. 
you in a ditch and you keep, and every time you try to crawl out that ditch, you slide back down. So it's kind of like, I mean, and, and this could be in anything. It was for you, Allison. Listen, finding a relationship. I feel like we've all been there. Oh my God, yeah. Come on. Yeah. I mean, let's just speak to the fact. Yes, I, I mean, we're talk. We talk about how blessed we are. We've manifested. Yes, mm. life is wonderful. I'm not right. saying it that. is, but there have been some really big valleys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, at valleys, honey. They've been a train wreck. Okay, train wreck. I mean, yeah, been- but the, in the valleys are going to come, and I'm not saying it's not going to be valley time, Al. Right. But what yeah. I'm saying is, how are you thinking while you're in the valley? Mm. Right. Don't, hey, I, you don't, know what? don't muddle around in it. I'll tell you that, Let me sister. tell you something. Don't muddle around in it. Full throttle stop here. Listen to what I'm saying. If it is not good yet, then it is not done yet. Mm. If you have not received that desire, that knowing that you deserved love, or you, you wanted that career, or you wanted whatever the, the thing you want to manifest. If you don't have it in its entirety in a good way, then it is not complete. Mm. I'm going to give you an example. Amy, she's single, and she does desperately want a partner, a husband in life. And she says, well, maybe it's just not for me. I said, do you still want it? Yes. Then it ain't done. Agreed. Yeah. And it's not for you. God is not a torturous evil, mean, I'm going to stick it to you, punish you, God. Not at all. This is where people don't get this. Now, he might say, it's not time. I got more for you than what you're asking, (laughs) so I got to work some things out. Or if he does say, no, this is not for you, he'll change the desire of your heart. That's it. He's not cruel. Everybody sitting out here listening, thinking, oh, God's cruel. No, he's not. Mm -mm. You got to change the way you're thinking about it. So if you're in the valley right now, Change the way you're looking at the valley. The valley is there to teach you, to reach you, to stretch you, to pause you, to l- start with a little bit of gratitude, because we're going to get down to gratitude here in a Come on. So clean up the clutter. When you're holding on to the old ways of thinking, you're not making room enough for the new. And you did that, Allison. You really flipped the script waiting for Sean, and you... You got a hold of your finances. You bought a cute little home. We all got to help bought you a fix house right by myself. But right by y'all. your oh girl, I get cold chills thinking. Y'all, because God that good. was a big deal. That's a big honking deal That's a as huge a single deal. mom. Kim, I remember that was a big deal. I love that little house. I loved that little and it was and you know it's funny. We painted. Remember we went and all painted yes, it. Yes, and we made it such a home. We made it yours. I know, and that was the f- first home that I ever owned on, on my own. own. I mean, it was just a, that was a big deal. It's a big deal. And remember, we had to wait like months for it. Um, I think it was like a six month period. They actually let me talk. You want to talk about manifestation? Mm-hmm. Let's back up here mm-hmm. because that little house, Zach, yeah. needed to be redone on the inside. It smelled. It looked terrible. It needed repaint, but it was cheap and it was affordable. And it was in my the school district that Brooks went to because I didn't want to take him out of his school. Okay. And his dad was moving back to another county. Okay. So um, we found this house, right? Now, look, I couldn't afford anything else. <laughs> you remember, Kim? Mm-mm. This was a little, when I say it was a, not a repo. What do you call houses that are um, the bank? Foreclosure. Owned? Foreclosure. I'm sorry. It was a foreclosure. A repo. <laughs> a repo. It was a repo house. They repoed the house. Um, Someone came yeah, in a truck and just Somebody took it. repoed it. Anyways, um, it was a foreclosure house. Now, look, when houses are on foreclosure and you're buying it from the bank, they do not sit on the house, okay? They're going to say, we need your money so you can move into it, right? right? There was a lot of bids right. on it, too. Oh, yeah, so that 
And I kept saying to my house, no, this is going to be my home. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. I fa- we found the perfect home. It's in the school district. My son can stay in for the next great two lot, years. Great neighborhood. Great neighborhood. Had police officers living all around me. I mean, it was fantastic. Loved it. Do you know that that bank, now look, this is unheard of, held that because I couldn't get the settlement from selling the house Max's husband and I lived in until we sold the house. Okay? So he was still living in it, but was going to move out. So it stayed on the market for six months. Do you know the bank held that house for me for six solid months? That's unreal. No, that's that's unheard of. Do you understand? People just don't do that. It just doesn't happen that way. And that's, I mean, I kept saying to myself, I I was like, nope, it's going to be fine. They're going to keep holding the house. They're going to keep holding the house. And my dad's like, honey, they're not going to keep holding that house. I remember he was very doubtful. And he was like, why don't you let me write, even dad, let me write you a, let me you write a check. Me and then you just pay. And I'm like, nope, mm-mm, I didn't want my dad doing that. Remember, Kim? I was like, nope, I'm not doing it. Well, this is this is where this you. This is, but I manifested that, even that little home. Yeah, but th- that's when you really started asking for divine guidance. Oh, come on. That was the time where I remember where dad was like, let me just do this. Get you and Brooks moved, get you settled. Mm-hmm. And you go, no. And you really trusted something bigger than yourself, which is God. You, that was the period of time yeah. where you were like sleeping on couches, uh-huh. trying to figure out uh-huh. what your next step was. Uh-huh. You were preparing. You were you were cleaning out the clutter. You were you were doing some work to prepare. But that was when you really fully a thousand percent leaned in and trusted God. Agreed. And that is you have to have that. To manifest. You have to. You've got to have big faith, y'all. I, I have to say big faith. It's got to be big. And, and and whatever, maybe it's from my life experiences. Maybe it's watching my mama. Mm. You know, my whole life, my mom just being like, you do whatever you want, Allison. Do it. Go, girl. You will be this. You will do that. Kim, same with you. You will do whatever. Y'all can do whatever you want to do. They, but I never I gave that. me a doubt. They never gave but me a doubt. But this is the thing. I, I do believe you can do whatever you want to do. Now, people say, well, Kim, no, you can't. You can't do that. I'm talking about you can do whatever you want to do. That's right. Not what Oprah did (laughs) or not what Magic Johnson did or Michael Jordan. I mean, quit comparing yourself to other people. That's right. What do you really want? Allison really wanted a magical, amazing love in her life. She got what she really wanted. I want to be very firm in that. Does that make sense? Is everybody hearing me? Yeah. LOL Kim 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 Gravel This was just part one of our conversation about manifesting. You're gonna have to tune in next week to part two because we couldn't we couldn't just shove all of this in one show, right, Zach? No, we're gonna do we're gonna really get into it in part two. And it gets pretty silly. It does. I haven't laughed so hard in <laughs> a show. Um, we'll bring Allison's husband, the teddy bear husband she manifested. Sean will be on the show. He'll do the rapid fire questions. And things get a little crazy, but always in good fun. Um, so, you know, we just want you to laugh, love, and live out loud. Live your best life. And manifest while you're doing it, because it really does work. Till next week. Love y'all. Bye. Bye. LOL. It's Kim in the way. So many great people help make this show possible. LOL is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Our associate producer is Kathleen Grant, the brunette exec. 
Production help from Emily Breeden. Our cover art is designed by Sarah Noto and Takapello performs our theme music. Make sure to follow and subscribe to the show and head to lolkim.com to sign up for our mailing list. Thanks for listening. We love you.